Name one time in history when the guys that wanted to ban the guns and books were the good guys. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Hi, I'm Gil Fulbright. The people who run my campaign, they've made this commercial, and I'm in it. This campaign, it's not about me. It's about crafting a version of me that'll appeal to you. A version that visits random work sites with paid actors pointing at things. Has a conventionally attractive yet curiously still family. Listening to my constituents, legislating, these are things I don't do. What I do is spend about 70% of my time raising funds for re-election. I'd do anything to stay in office. My name's Gil Fulbright, but hell, I'll change my name to Phil Goldbright or Bill Fulbright or fill up my mouth with farts. These are the things that are important to me. And these are the fine people that finance my campaign. Now, in order to do these things, I have to stay in office. And to stay in office, I have to keep these guys happy. Now, if any of these things make these guys unhappy, well, my hands are tied. So come November, the choice is clear. Do you want another spineless mouthpiece for special interest in lobbyists? Or a spineless mouthpiece for special interest in lobbyists? I'm Philip Amalfa with Farts, and I approve this message. Oh, man, one of my favorite lead-ins to, lead to the show, what can I say? Welcome, Kate Daly Show. It's about how it goes. That's what a politician is, right? And we just had the we just had voting, we just had elections, I should say. Um, and I just before we get to Melissa, I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say this because I have to, <laughs> because I have to be honest. So you know, I know that it looked like a win last night, and yeah, I'm glad to see that for whatever that's worth. And and what that means is, we got thrown a bone. That's what it was. They wanted to placate us a little bit. They could have swung the race another way. They have dominionitis. It's the precursor. Dominionitis is the precursor to COVID-19. They can swing a race however they want in America. We better be well aware of that. They just did it in California. That's how the governor got back in. They weren't going to lose California. Eh, but they'll give up Virginia. So they threw us a bone. I really do believe. Now, I do believe people came out in force to vote for for a, a Republican after seeing the crap show we're involved in now. But at the same time, I know how this works. And so do you, you know, it's like, uh, it's like they're both, both parties are on the train, the hard lefties drive in the train. Okay. And then you have what appears to be a reluctant Republican as a writer on the train, but I don't believe it's actually reluctant. I don't believe they're reluctant. They want you to think they're reluctant. Oh, gosh, woe is us. The lefties are doing this to us. No, the righties and the lefties have been doing this to us. And so I just want to make sure we're all aware. You know, I love the, you know, it, it feels good. It feels good. You, th- you think you got to win. And certainly I think people did show up. It probably represented, you know, the people that showed up. But the problem is this, and we should always be very aware of this truth. Three-fourths of the country is more conservative than the polarizing lefty, which is about under a fourth. So the races could never be razor thin, ever, ever. But they always are, aren't they? For drama, for added drama, it's razor thin. The country is not razor thin on a lot of these issues. 
So how is it that the political races and those that vote, it's always razor thin? It can't be. Just the odds of that alone cannot work out. So with that being said, um, you know, I, I just hope that the masses push back next week. I really do. I hope the masses push back. And I hope that it's all about um, staking a claim and saying we will not comply. So the 8th through the 11th biggest walkout in American history ever, ever coordinated walkout. People are walking out of their jobs for three days to four days, basically the week. (laughs) So um, whatever you can do walk out this needs to be known if and please share on facebook social media fake book social media and all the rest because people do need to know these things um uh, that america's doing this and from charlie cook to kirk to general flynn to you name it they're all behind it rfk and there's a walkout today that is uh that a lot of people are taking part in i'm really happy about that um we'll have a much bigger one next week but if you're walking out today good for you Thank you. Thank you. You care about this country, and I know you do. All right, Melissa. How are you, Melissa? I'm good. Excellent. Up late last night because over here, uh-huh. watching those Virginia results yeah. come in, it was way fun. Yeah, it is. It's good. It feels like a win. I, I, I hate to be like the bummer person because I don't want to be that person always, but I feel like I am because that was oh. all I kept thinking. I'm just sharing you guys with you guys my thoughts, and that is, oh, they threw us a bone. <laughs> We'll we'll just know that I live with those bummer guys Uh through the whole evening. uh, My family member, various members of my family are walking through. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, 10 point lead. Well, that'll change. Are we staying up till 3 a.m. to watch it? Right. And I said, no, no, we're not. Well, that's going to my husband was keeping track of the margins and how they were. Oh, look, they're just doing it slowly this time. And I said, you know, I think he's going to win. I, I really do. I think Yunkin is going to win. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's just not going to happen. We know that it's not going to happen. I said, well, you know, the smart money would be that they've got to calm the nerves of everyone right, right now, right? Right, right. We can't let it look like it's every time is a fix or that would be too obvious. So mm. take the win and go. Take the know? win. Um, I just, I God, we just got to get America realizing. I think they threw a bone too. I think they realize America's starting to walk out. We're not, we're not okay. They are. The media is clamoring to make sure they do not tell the story of the biggest walkout of the year that's going on November. They're even calling it Strike Tober, and they're and 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 they won't report on it. And so they to keep the to keep the people placated, Team A, Team B, they've got to. They've got to throw us a bone once in a while, and I think that's what they did. But with that being said, winds feel good. Well, they feel good. Yes. Just, 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 just remember. At least as far as I'm concerned, I'm not mm-hmm. playing on either Team A or right. Team B. I'm playing Team C. Right. And and when you're playing Team C, mm-hmm. you better know that Team A and Team B are not your friends. I know. I know. Neither one. You're right. You're right. And I, with everything going on right now, I just, if there's ever a time in history where people need to see what's going on for really what's going on, it's now. And I know people are, are, are tired of being lied to. They put a, a, a different ingredient in the children's shots called trimethamine, which is a, um, a blood thinner for heart attacks 
Mm-hmm. They put that in the shot, you guys, and it's called Tris, T-R-I-S. I put it up on the Kate Daly Show page on Facebook, right right from the, the FDA document itself, where they said that they replaced something with this, Tris, and they want kids to have it. We're being lied to left and right. They've lied about the numbers. They've lied about voting. They've lied about the elections. They've lied about everything. So this is a great time in history to finally see both parties for really what they are. So when we say win, I feel like we're going, what did you win, Bob? I won an election. Well, what does that mean? Winning an election, saving the country, two different things. I don't see anybody ever working towards restoring liberty. And so even when we had the power, we didn't work towards restoring actual liberty. That bothers everybody. And I know it bothers you too, Melissa. So I'm like, I just, oh, it just makes me well, sad. So the masses have to rise up. The masses have to rise up for sure. The the real, the real, I think the real thing happening behind the scenes Uh-huh is that those in power, the elites, know that there's a crisis of their legitimacy right right now. Right. And so they are doing everything they can, which includes calling the January 6th people insurrectionists. Yes. Apparently, uh, one of the talking heads over on MSNBC last night was talking about how Yunkin was flying that insurrectionist flag. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wait, is there a flag? I didn't realize there was an act... (laughs) Flying the insurrectionist flag. Right. What that right. Mean? Right. So we right now, the real the real struggle, the team A and team B is called elite versus people, uh-huh. the elites versus the people. They know that they've lied about everything. Yep. And they know that we know that they've lied about things. Right. And that's a really uncomfortable spot. This is the first maybe break or gap mm-hmm. where they're beginning to read the temperature of yeah. the people. Well, you know what? It seems like they're so desperate because they know they hit one shot. See, our whole financial system is built on belief. You believe in the dollar. Nothing's backing it. You just believe. And same with elections and same with this country because they know there's a lot more of us than there is them. So everything's based on belief. Well, they're losing ground. People don't trust the hospitals anymore for good reason. They don't have a soul anymore um, that's been taken up by cash. And so all of these great institutions that people used to believe in more. And I don't say believe in completely because I know people with cancers and everything else, they're like, "Eh -eh." but as far as that goes for the main populace to say that they're killing people in the hospital with protocols and all of these things are going on, the government's lying to you. They want you to take an experimental shot that we know that 1%, which is 18,000 deaths have already occurred, was only 1% or reflective of what's actually happened in death. We know that they're pushing this on kids now. So they're losing faith is really my point. They're losing faith of the American people. Whoever else had faith in them, the last bit of faith that they ever had, when they lose the faith of the American people, it is chaos. And so they don't want that. They want controlled. um, uh, They want controlled and they want you to comply and they want you to voluntarily comply within their control mechanism. So if they lose that faith, they're screwed. And that's why I, you know, that's why I wanted to bring that up. We make no mistake. I believe we are genuinely at war. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is not going to be a hot war. Yeah. This is a war of ideas. And the way, the thing that shows you how panicked they are Mm -hmm. is that they are not generating a war in which we're going to be able to choose 
it's now become compliance versus consent. And and that's across the board. I'm not just talking about vaccines. It's compliance or consent. And they know that people are not consenting. So they're dialing up the compliance by coercion. Yeah. So we're going to have the, And that's how you know this is where the, the battlefield right now is the social media battlefield. They're going to control our ability to speak, mm-hmm. to talk to one another, to 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 think critically about anything. It's just going to be you do what we tell you to do and sit down and shut up and, and be right. good people. And don't you, rise you up. Be good little slave. <laughs> you just follow the little carrot and you're going to think you're getting lots of liberty back. But guess what, folks? You're not. And so what did we win? Bob, we won an election. But that doesn't mean anything if they don't get liberty back. So that's why uh, I, yeah, absolutely. We're going to talk about the fifth generation war. When we come back, Melissa has some wonderful things to present to you. And I'm all ears. I cannot wait to hear this, too. Be right back with Melissa Smith. She comes on every Wednesday at this time, followed by Susan in the next hour. Be right back. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. You're doing the uh, white man overbite, right? (laughs) I sure hope so. You should be. I mean, it's kind of like got like a 60s groove to it. I can picture little 60s chicks up on stage dancing to this. Uh, Anyway, I love Paperback Writer uh, by the Beatles. Um, So I am back. Kate Daly Show. I've got Melissa Smith with me. Earlier today, I I did the Alex Jones Show and did it on a different day this week. Uh, Usually I do it on Thursday, did it on Wednesday today. And uh, that was fun. And then also just wanted to mention my pillow. I had Mary Fanning on yesterday, who uh, is a rock star in information can I just tell you? And Mary is the executive producer of all of the election fraud that's going on right now. The movies about it from Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy. She's his executive producer. So she was on and boy, what a wealth of information. I literally should have her on every week because she's that good too. And um, mypillow.com, we partnered up, Mike Lindell and I, and he wanted to help Truth and Radio. So uh, you can go to mypillow.com, put in the code word Kate and order products. You can order products for Christmas. You can let your loved ones know that you help Truth and Radio at the same time that you're doing the most wonderful towel sets. Normally they're like $120. You can get them for 39 bucks. And also the MyPillow you can get for $19. Never has the price been so low on MyPillows. My pillows are great for those that snore too. If you get the blue label or the green label pillow, they're not blue and green. They're white pillows, but under the blue label or green label, you can actually cut snoring. I'm serious. You can end snoring. I don't say that lightly. It's an amazing thing. So um, go to MyPillow.com forward slash Kate or go to MyPillow.com and put in the code word Kate and you're going to get up to 75% off. Do it. This is an amazing deal. And I don't know how much longer they're going to do it. Um, so my guest or my, my guest, my co-host Melissa um, is with me and uh, we're going to talk about fifth generation war. This is a very interesting concept. Listen closely to what Melissa is going to talk about, because I think this is very important to keep in mind right now. I love this idea. Well, in a 
fifth generation war, as I understand it, it it's not a hot war. We're it it's not everybody grab your gun and take to the streets and we're going to fight it out. It's the war in which we're gonna we're gonna tussle over ideas and we're going to fight over them. The new battlefield is the battlefield of the mind. Every war has a, a that catalyzing event, right? Where the like in in the Revolutionary War it was Lexington and Concord. In the Civil War it was firing on Fort Sumter. Mm-hmm. In this fifth generation war, the catalyzing event, I think we're going to look back and we're going to say it was January sixth. And mm. on January sixth, the opposing side decided that anyone who was standing in the way, in their way, were insurrectionists. Mm -hmm. And they have beat that drum and beat that drum and beat that drum. Yeah. And just understand... (laughs) insurrectionists. Have you ever heard of such a thing? It's an oxymoron. Anyways, go ahead. Yes. Sorry. Well, this is the, the powers that be... And that's, like I said, team A and team B, they are all, that, that made them all uncomfortable. That made Mike Pence as uncomfortable as it made anybody else. You know, this is yeah. not like all the Republicans were like, yay, yay, yay. And all the Democrats were like, oh, no, oh, no. They saw in that one moment the power of ordinary people and they were surrounded. And look at how, what the fallout from that has been. They put fences around the Capitol. We will never go there again. We will never have those people close to the seat of power again because they're the great unwashed masses. Read into that what it is, symbolic language. Mm. Anyway, we uh, it's, it's almost comical. It's almost farcical, their reaction to the 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 the. the the ugly insurrection when I mean literally last night yet again on MSNBC they were talking about how people died and it, the police were just assaulted and I'm like were they even are, are they even talking about the same event it's so much hyperbole it's so much propaganda we need to take it very literally that they regard us as the enemy right they really really do and they are going to come after us they're going to try and strip our dignity, strip our speech, strip our ability to speak up or gather together or even think critically. Mm-hmm. And look look at how that war has accelerated on social media platforms. Um, they cannot allow the conversation to continue because that's like giving the enemy access to to talk. And so they're going to shut all that down. What started out is, you know, we're going to take Trump off this platform because, we, you know, oh, he's just crazy and we don't like him. Has now turned into this over the top. I think about the, the stories that you've seen that have been censored lately. They're just nuts. And, and it, there is no end to it. At the, at the ultimate expression of this new kind of warfare is their denial that there's any kind of war at all. Keep Move, move along. There's nothing to yeah, see here. Exactly. And um, so we're going to have to think differently. This is not going to be a grab your guns and take to the streets sort of warfare. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to think 
more strategically and, and in ways out of the box. So I, I gave that some thought today. Mm-hmm. This is about narrative control. Understand that. That's the real war right now. And they're they're going to deny that there is a war. They're Look, they just gave us all a little bone to chew mm-hmm. on. And we're all going to be happy and we're going to think everything's the same as it always was. Right. But it is not. So what can we do? And as I was thinking about this, oh, you know me, I always have to take a tour in the Wayback Machine, right? Right. So in the 1850s, if we go back just before the Civil War, abolitionists had been around for a long time in America mm-hmm. since the 1840s. Right. And some of them had been rather violent. They had been very outspoken and they were getting exactly nowhere. Right. Um. And it took a little tiny woman and her mighty pen to change the narrative. Mm-hmm. And that that little woman, she was mm-hmm. very diminutive in stature, was Harriet um, Beecher Stowe. Right. And she wrote Uncle Tom's Cabin. And it shifted the dialogue in the entire nation. Suddenly... People were reading that book around their kitchen tables and discussing mm-hmm. the immorality of slavery in a way that a thousand pamphlets from William Lloyd Garrison never could have. Mm. You know, and, and they were trying to make the argument William Lloyd Garrison was very persuasive and nobody was reading it. Right. Nobody cared. Everybody was busy, you know, doing their job and putting food on their table. But it took a novel, it took literature. And I think this is, uh, as I was thinking about this this week earlier on, who who are the really powerful conservative voices that are speaking in, in literature to the American people right now? Who's right. doing that? There's nobody. There really in fact, isn't. It's a great point. Conservatives have kind of abdicated that. We we've let our schools be full of violent, pornographic, mm-hmm. over sexualized books for for young young adults Mm -hmm. we don't read anything worthwhile the last big sensation like 50 shades of gray what was that it was just nasty it was porn so (laughs) it was porn on print we need Mm -hmm. to reestablish. imagine if you will kate how how powerful a novel Mm -hmm. about what's happening at the border could be in changing the dialogue right because as I think about what's happening at the border, what what the what the elites want us to believe is that everybody coming here is they're coming here for opportunity. And we just need to take them in and love them and, and they will become, you know, give us your poor, your hungry, your people yearning to be free. And what we actually know is happening, that that is a handful of them, but what we actually know is also happening mm-hmm. is drug cartels and sex trafficking. Hmm. So put that into the Uncle Tom's cabin mode. In Harriet Beecher Stowe, the thing that made her brilliant was that she was able to take all the different angles of it. Northerners, Southerners, some of whom were good, some of whom were bad. Mm -hmm. The slaves, some of whom were good, some of whom were not. Mm -hmm. And she put them all into that and made the case 
that the entire institution of slavery was worthless and needed to be gone. Yeah, which that's, actually that's really ended it for the rest of the world, too. I mean, once once we were inked on the on the Constitution, then other nations also started to understand where we were headed. And we did that in a short period of time. Um, but these books are important to reflect of those times. And uh, and certainly the message never gets across to the youth now. Um, there's not, there's nobody really writing about this. You know, when I did a story about the fact that, uh, that good old Harriet was at the end of the 70 year, uh, underground railroad, she didn't, she didn't have much to do with it except getting her own family out. And then, and maybe some, maybe a couple of strangers, but it was really white Quakers at the helm that were really, um, sacrificing all to start the railroad. Those stories aren't told. So if people would actually tell those stories now. Boy, wouldn't it be refreshing to be able to hear the truth about your own nation, about how amazing this nation was? Well, we we there is some of that out there, but we're not very good at mm-hmm. at promoting it. Sure. At buying it, at reading it ourselves, at nothing. We we just let it all hang out there and we let the left totally dominate the narrative. We don't even and read anymore. We need to quit that. We don't we don't even read anymore. In fact, they were interviewing a guy, a conservative, and they the guy said, "Well, I'm against um I I hope the school board's change. I'm really a, and this governor I'm really against critical race theory." And the guy asks him, "Well, what is critical race theory? What's your understanding of it?" And the guy got really nervous and he's like, "Oh, I don't want to go into detail. I mean, I I don't know enough about it." And he goes, "Okay, well, just describe the little that you know." And the guy's like, well, I don't really know about it. And I thought, so what we're doing is being told what we like and don't like, right? And the media is not saying that. The media is saying you love critical race theory. But what I'm saying is even as conservatives, we're not right. We're not reading. We're not studying. We don't do research as a whole. And so when asked the most basic questions of why don't you like that, the person can only spit out what they've been told. Like, well, I don't like it because none of my none of my friends do well that we have to do better than that and and that used to come from like you said reading and writing and doing all these things we used to be a a people that that absorbed ourselves into the knowledge of knowing what was going on well if you go back before 1960 you will find some people who are writing some pretty amazing things Mm -hmm. people like c.s lewis who were writing right and you know mere christianity and the abolition of man and he was writing all kinds of things that were and they're not they're not just schlocky feel good things. Um, they're they're genuine works of philosophy and they entered into even even if you read the Chronicles of Narnia, you get some of it. And I guess I was blessed as a as a kid, I read oh, I guess I started I started in about eighth grade with Tolkien and The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Finished the, the the Lord of the Rings in in high school. But you know what you get by reading some... That's what I'm talking about, the power of literature. And I remember as I read Lord of the Rings, the sense of the fight between good and evil yes. is very real. Yes, the fight between good and evil. Be right back. That's exactly what it is. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. More with Melissa Smith, my co-host. Be right back. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. 
The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled MyPillow. And to thank you for all your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get my dog beds for as low as $19.99. Or for a limited time, you can get my six-piece towel sets. Regularly $109.99, now only $39.99. The lowest price ever with your promo code. Use Kate, K-A-T-E, as the promo code or go to MyPillow.com forward slash Kate and get up to 75% off. These towels are amazing. So are the pillows, so are the sheets, everything else. But oh my gosh. Hi, this is Kate, and I just wanted to let you know about a new product that I fell in love with, and I want you to have it too, and you can get a special deal on it right now. It's a wonderful sanitizer that really cleans, hospital grade, they use electricity to do it, and it's really natural, and it's not sticky, it doesn't have alcohol in it, it's just an amazing new product, and it's concentrated, so you actually get tons of bottles of it for a really low price and it stores well for prepping. So I would highly recommend this and get it while you can. Um, Instead of $250, you can grab it for 44 bucks. This is at the bottom of my homepage. You can find the the little ad on on the bottom of my homepage, katedallyradio.com. Click on it. You'll love this product. We need a new kind of clean. To do that, Clean Start combines two of nature's most powerful forces, water and electricity, to produce electrolyzed water, or HOCL. HOCL is your body's first internal response after an infection or trauma. In fact, it's significantly more effective at killing bacteria, viruses, mold and mildew than bleach or other household cleaners. Clean Start's globally patented tablet-based hand sanitizer turns any quart of tap water into FDA-approved alcohol-free hand sanitizer and registered wound care solution to a new kind of clean. Clean Start. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Love this song, Canary in a Coal Mine. Um, Melissa's pick. I love it. I uh, love this song, Melissa. Thank you. And, uh, and also, make sure you get over to Balance of Nature, of course. Um, you knew I was going to say that, right? Because uh, I don't know of a better food supplement. And it's a whole food supplement. You guys, there aren't very many of those around anymore. I don't know if you guys have realized, but when you look on supplements, a lot of synthetics going on. Well, that's not the case with Balance of Nature. And I really wanted to point that out because it does not get the accolades it needs to sometimes with people. They don't understand what it is. When you have a food supplement that is a whole food, they're taking the whole food without pesticides, no GMOs, no anything, just fresh, good fruit, the kind of fruit we used to grow, the kind of fruit, you know, as a populace, when they're taking these kinds of fruits and vegetables that they grow in particular, and they're dialing that down, taking the air and water out and leaving the nutrients, that's a huge big deal. And they're doing it for such a low price that I want to make sure you get it and get enough on in your food supply that you have those nutrients, those whole food nutrients. Because of the uh, phytonutrient uh, system that they have in dialing that down, it is amazing. You take three veggie caps and three fruit caps every day. My family won't go without it, and that's for a reason. 
and uh, you can try it out too. It's guaranteed. What do you have to lose? So order and put in the code Kate. You're going to get the very best discount on that. It's going to be about a third off and free shipping. And you also get a free health coach and it comes with a wonderful fiber drink. That's pretty amazing. So please go get it. You need it. Your body needs it right now. We got to shore ourselves up right now. So Melissa, come Oh, balanceofnature.com is the website balanceofnature.com. And, uh, okay. Back here with you. Um, so we have so much to talk about. Where do you want to start in this segment? Well, let's, let's move past 1960. Okay. And you know, we, we talked about people are not reading, but people do still go to movies. Films are still the thing. And one of the films, this should be a, a poster child for the way in which popular culture can change the narrative. If you remember when Oliver Stone put JFK out, it changed the narrative. What had, and Oliver Stone was branded, I mean, literally Oliver Stone threw a grenade right into the middle of the establishment camp with that film. And there was information there that was, um, people were just like, yeah, I, I believe that. And Oliver Stone, by the way, paid a very heavy price for that film. He was branded a conspiracy theorist, and we all know that there's only one shooter. And it, uh, what do you mean the CIA was involved in that? Oh, poor Oliver Stone. Yeah. He, but think about the power that that had. That was such a powerful film, and it was so frightening to those on the on the inside track, on, on the uh, the establishment, you know, the, the elites, that they are still trying to take him down. And with the, the release over time, recently here there's been a lot of JFK papers that have been released. Mm-hmm. Oliver Stone and Jim Garrison have stood up to the release of all those papers. They're looking better and better. Things that, you know, 20 years ago, right. Jim... Controversial, like Mm -hmm. no way, no way. Mm -hmm. Now people are like, oh, look, the proof is there. Yeah, it's true. So that's what I'm talking about. We need more of those voices. And, and it wasn't, I'm not talking like Christian media, although there's a place for that. And I, I love some of those films as well, but I'm talking about how do we change the narrative Mm -hmm. from the bottom? Right. So that we have people talking about things without it being a threat. It, the only people that's a threat to are the establishment. Yeah. Because most of the people that I know I, in my family and, and in other people that we know, mm-hmm. after we all watched JFK, everybody was like, oh my gosh, what was that? Right. Well, I want to go see that again and think about that again. And it made it made me go look up like, who is this Garrison guy? Mm-hmm. And what did he know? And right. what was he saying? That's what I'm talking about, how we need to shift, shift narratives. This is, by the way, this is a long game. This is not something that will change the next election, Mm -hmm. but it is something that can change the hearts and minds of the people who matter. Hmm. And that's what we have to do. We have to start to invest in children's literature and in art for children. Look at how the left... Oh my gosh, the left is totally invested in this. Yeah. Look at what happened with Blues Clues recently. 
they had a pride parade on Blue's Clues. You <laughs> know, seriously, they know how to ins- insert their narrative and shift the conversation. Yep. And it, as I have watched, it's part of the reason why I kind of prefer not to watch a whole lot of American media. Because it's so in your face all the time. Right. Every show has to have, you know, the token transgender person. And we have to, it's just constantly in your face. So I have just kind of retreated and said, I don't need to watch that. I can watch stuff from other countries mm-hmm. and I can be much more selective. Sure. But instead of retreating from it, maybe we need to embrace that culture and say, how can we change it? Yeah. By the way, I think Kanye West is just about ready to get the smackdown too, because he also kind of spit in the eye of the establishment. Now, mm. I don't know if Kanye West is a good guy or a bad guy, but he surely did spit in the eye of uh, the establishment and they didn't like it. So you can look for him to be persona non grata here real quick. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, so there's a there's a cost to it. Mm -hmm. But if we do it cleverly, if we're smart about what we're doing, we don't have to. Now, Oliver Stone and JFK, that was a very overtly political piece. Right. There's there's less. Like I said, as I watched, we've just had Lord of the Rings, the whole cycle with, you know, done on film. Did you not get that the struggle between good and bad? Right. You know, Mm -hmm. good and evil. Good and evil there. Of course, it comes through better in a novel, mm-hmm. but that's what our kids need. Yeah. Look at look at the way in which people like uh, Jordan Peterson have mm-hmm. reintroduced the, the sense of uh, mythology mm-hmm. and even biblical, biblical stories mm-hmm. back into a dialogue with millennials with younger people with college age people yeah you're right everything's on emotion and doesn't go much deeper than that it's uh it's kind of reminiscent of all the layers of reality and knowledge right now and what degree of awake somebody is and i find that the millennials for the most part are very superficial in the emotion they're 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 at the highest it's like this this really the only thing that can get them out of that is and adults too i'm not saying that but i'm seeing it concentrated in the youth is emotion emotion you're you're you go by emotion you're you're whatever gender you feel like you can do whatever you want there's no values in society there's no rules in society it's just what you it's your truth you know how they come out with that stupid phrase your truth no it's either truth or it's not it's not your truth but that's the kind of stuff we're getting because they aren't they aren't getting the background. They're not getting the foundations. They're not getting the the writings. They're not understanding philosophy. They're not getting all of that for the most part. And and I think that's been done deliberately. Yeah, and yeah. that's part of the dumbing down of our educational well, system. Even our media. Our media will never tell the whole true story. There's going to be more honest media than other media. And for, I'm talking about movies. When, when, when a movie is done, you're not going to usually get the whole scoop. Because they can't. They'll never put out the whole entire scoop. But some film producers and some directors get closer to the truth than others. But but the level of awake you are would realize probably that, hey, you're probably not going to get a real story told about something in history that they don't want the people to realize. You know what I mean? Well, let me give you a really good example of that. Okay. 
um, the Lincoln assassination, if you if you read any conventional textbook, you will read that John Wilkes Booth shot Lincoln. End of story. Yeah. Right. He mm-hmm. was a nutcase, and very seldom you have to you have to be you have to go beyond just your high school history class to understand that the that there was a conspiracy yeah. to kill not just Lincoln, but his entire executive you know staff. It mm-hmm. was the they wanted Lincoln, they wanted his vice president, they wanted the Secretary of War. There were a whole bunch of players in that. It was a conspiracy. And right. all these people who are like, oh, conspiracies, no, no, no. Da, blah, blah, blah. no, Lincoln, Lincoln's assassination is the perfect vehicle to talk about ge- a genuine conspiracy. And there were a lot of people who mm-hmm. were executed when they caught them. Yeah. They hung them yeah. in Washington, D.C. when they found them. Well, and they also don't tell the tale about the profit, the, the money side of it. It's always about slavery, the Civil War. And it wasn't about that. It was about profit it was about where who was going to get uh the the cash and where they were fighting for um their livelihoods too and people don't ever talk about that they don't ever it's just as 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 though slavery was inserted as the only reason we went to war and that was not it it was inserted at the at the very end um but there's so much about it that doesn't get told you know that the stories and to be honest the stories about lincoln in prison imprisoning the journalists at the time those stories don't get told it's like it's like history wants to paint it one way they want to tell one side of it even though it was so multi-dimensional going on during the time i think we would be stunned if we were transported back during that time to see well, what was actually you, happening if you could imagine a history textbook that actually told the story of the lincoln assassination yeah by saying there were dark forces that were conspiring against lincoln mm-hmm. or the things that he had done through the war mm-hmm and they they conspired to kill him. John Wilkes Booth was not isolated from a vast network of spies. Right. He so you know what? If you can entertain that about the Lincoln assassination, then it changes your opinion about perhaps right. the Kennedy assassination. Right. Right. Or the Martin Luther King assassination or the Bobby Kennedy assassination. True. If you can believe that in 1864 someone can conspire, can you believe it in 1962 or three? Right. But mm. we don't talk about that. And and look at how that template. Lincoln was killed by a crazy man who was jump who jumped off the stage. He shot him and then ran mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. And what is the story of the Kennedy assassination? It was a lone shooter in the book depository who shot Kennedy and then ran away and hit. Right. It's a right. very similar story. We need to now the the Lincoln stuff is you you can find that readily. Nobody mm-hmm. is worried about the Lincoln conspirators. Right. But it's it's we've taken the shortcut route and the shortcut route has not done us any favors. So we need to I guess my my appeal here is if I wish maybe I should write the book I don't know but um we need to begin to take the long view and say we can educate people we can mm-hmm. educate Americans I think Americans are hungry for the truth about history right. the truth and truth in literature the truth about humanity the truth about how people operate they're hungry to know that and we are also hungry to know that we're, we've been lied to and we all know it. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's a powerful thing. And if we could begin to insert those narratives in film, in literature, in yeah. movies, because the left is doing it 
already. Well, they're, they've always yeah. played the long game. Better. They're just so busy at telling us um, how transhumanism is awesome. Uh, Tom Hanks will be showing us how living with the robot's super cool and that they're really funny. They've got a great personality. You'll like them better than humans. And, um, and also how um, people, when they get to about the age 70, are pretty useless. So you might as well want to take that uh, demise pill. You're going to see a lot of suicide movies. Um, and uh, if you haven't yet, um, the, the media is very busy at telling us what's coming it doesn't mean we we can't reject what's coming and and turn the tide and we certainly Don't can forget yeah when you go into that theater you are entering enemy territory yeah you are their enemy and so they are going to tell you what mm-hmm. they want you to know right it's that has always been the point of propaganda is to demoralize the enemy mm-hmm So get ready for it. So if we want to do something different, we need to be better at finding and supporting those authors, those people. I'll I'll just never forget looking at my son's uh, reading list, his high school reading list. The the high school required them to do summer reading. Mm -hmm. And the book, they could choose the book that they wanted. But one was about uh, the shooting at Columbine, Mm -hmm. and another one was about the poisoning of a well and Mm. some big environmental disaster in Sweden. Mm. So grim. Right. Let's find the better story. Yeah, let's do. Jeez, they need to be inspired to want to preserve this country and their own liberty, too. They're not inspired to do that. They're told America is trash. It's not. We were built on the best uh, and longest-lasting constitution of, of in history. Um, thank you, Melissa Smith. I really appreciate you. And uh, that was fantastic. And then on with Susan, so don't go anywhere. And I will take your calls, too. 888-673-1450. I'll take your calls. Be right back. Hi, everybody. Go to the bottom of my homepage. You're going to see an ad for Z-Stack, Dr. Zelenko's new vitamin supplement that combines zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. All of those things that we talk about on the show, he has combined them into one supplement. Dr. Zelenko is a board-certified physician in New York. He was the one that gave ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine to Trump and told him about that, and he was really the guy that started the frontline doctors. Dr. Zelenko formulated the Support Your Immune Function supplement. Zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Take this every day. This is a great combination of a supplement that you can take of all the things we talk about on the show. This is an amazing product to keep you well and make sure that you go get this. This is also manufactured in the USA. Head and order this. Go to the bottom of my homepage at katedallyradio.com. 